0: Welcome to That's What I'm Talking About, the show that I started four years ago to experience Lord of the Rings for the first time, and then I was done experiencing uh, everything in the Tolkien universe for the first time, or at least the things that I wanted to experience, so I stopped the Lord of the Rings, the Tolkien podcast, so that I could do a Star Wars podcast, and then the WGA SAG After Strikes happened, and Star Wars is struck work, so I came back to the Tolkien podcast to do drunken Middle-earth history. Today I'm joined by your friend and mine, Haley Semkis. Hello, Welcome, Haley.
1: hi. I'm already a little drunk.
0: That's the goal. Yay. Cheers, everyone. Cheersies. Oh, Cheers. uh, I meant to do like a disclaimer in the first episode that like myself and all of my guests are of age in the United States. I don't think I have I don't have any international uh guests scheduled yet. So we'll we'll get to what is the drinking age in Canada? Do you know?
1: Probably 18. 18 Most 18, places yeah. do. Anyway, Most places it's 18.
0: All participants of this Junk Middle Earth History podcast will be of age. We will be responsibly partaking in substances um, that are of our own choosing. And <laughs> so are leave legal. that up to and- your imagination. <laughs> and are legal in
1: uh, legal. the state of Virginia. Depending
0: on what state you live in. <laughs> I think we're both we're both we're both drinking right now, but I kind of left it more open ended, depending on uh what guests prefer which substances. But uh yeah, everything is hopefully being done responsibly. Please do as we say and not as we do. <laughs>
1: Pick your poison, folks. Pick your poison.
0: <laughs> Haley, I want you to know uh the background of why you're here. <laughs> oh, good.
1: I I think I wasn't I there for the for the beginning. You're here. <laughs>
0: so uh on our deus ex media beach trip I decided that um rather than there is a truck of some kind reversing and be like the beeping reverse sound oh, is happening it no. is 8 30 at night I don't think my microphone would have picked it up but like what truck is reversing at eight thirty at night anyway Um, I discovered editing the first episode of this that, um, especially because my first guest, Don Marshall, we had a wonderful time. He is diagnosed, he's diagnosed ADHD. I say I uh, have strong suspicions that I have ADHD. Haley, I believe you... How you are diagnosed ADHD?
1: Yes, I am. Uh, that's I uh, didn't I send you? Did I send you the self Yeah, you report? sent me the yeah, test, <laughs> and I was like
0: this. I was like, why did you attack me like this? <laughs> um, I bring that up because I've already in, I've interrupted my own sentence. I think four different times right now. Mm-hmm. Um, that's par for the course. I was telling you why you're here, which is that I had a, a understanding with myself. Um, several hard seltzers into a rainy day hot tub sesh at the beach and was like i should do drunken tolkien instead of waiting for this just waiting for the strikes to be over so i can do star wars because I was like, "How do I go back to Tolkien when I'm kind of like bored with everything?" I know I'll get drunk, and I shared this idea with Christina, our dear friend Christina, and she said, "You know who would be great to have on <laughs> it is our dear friend <laughs> Haley." <laughs> look, she's like, the- "Get her drunk, and I'm sure she will go off on something."
1: Do like, uh, look, if there's one thing that I love more than info dumping about Jerry Randall Randall Tolkien, it's info dumping about Jerry Randall Randall Tolkien while. I I am plastered. So uh, I did, in fact, go out for a whole ass handle of lemon uh, vodka, lemonade vodka before this, um, which I am mixing. Oh, I'm with-
0: honored.
1: Thank you. I am mixing it with uh, homemade sweet tea because I'm a That's- fancy bitch.
0: That's still, I mean you, that's just a drunk Arnold Palmer. Yes, it is. Uh, some might call it a regular Arnold Palmer. Actually, I don't know. I don't know much. I, I don't know anything about the actual man, the myth, the legend, Arnold Palmer. So, I,
1: was there ever an Arnold Palmer? The world may never know. That,
0: there was, in fact, an Arnold Palmer. He was a golfer. And do you know this? No. Did you not know I, Arnold Palmer's I, a real person? Do I look like I know anything about golf? I well, I only know about Arnold Palmer because of the drink Arnold Palmer. Um, you know what's a really hard word to say when you're I was getting ju- drunk is Arnold Palmer.
1: Do you know I was just noticing that myself.
0: Um in uh I believe the Arizona Tea Company started releasing like, brand name, like, Arnold Palmer, which is half tea, half lemonade, Mm -hmm. and he is a golfer, and I guess this became, like, his drink at the golf club, uh, like, he would go up and be like, can I get a half tea, half lemonade, and I guess it, like, grew in legend from there, because I think he, he became, like, a very, uh, like, um, not established, I don't know, distinguished, whatever, golfer. Um, And so I guess people started uh, like, I don't know how this came about. Maybe Arizona, maybe like the PGA signed. So, uh, so it's
1: kind of so it's like the alcoholic equivalent of calling someone's signature their Hancock
0: well the thing with arnold palmer is that it's not an alcoholic beverage it's just oh, okay tea and lemonade but you're having an ar- alcoholic arnold palmer
1: hard on ar- arnold palmer
0: a, har- a hard arnold palmer
1: <laughs>
0: hardy um, arnie it's a hardy
1: arnie and uh
0: i believe arnold palmer yeah he died in 2016 so rest in peace you provided an excellent drink
1: yes he did um
0: and what is Arnold Palmer tea? Yeah. The name Arnold Palmer has legendary roots as an original beverage combination, widely known for, okay, I don't care enough to read about this, um, but my friends in high school, for whatever reason, we were obsessed with Arnold, like the Arizona, like Arnold Palmers. And I had one, like like we would go to like the local, it was specifically my theater friends and like, In between school and rehearsal, sometimes we would go to, like, the 7-Eleven or, like, Mm. whatever other convenience stores were around the school. The
1: theater and tech kids at my public high school did the same thing a lot. It was more Mm. energy drinks, though. They were like that. Yeah, these are
0: not, yeah, Arnold Palmer's are not energy drinks. It's literally, it's, I had one, like, as an adult, and I was like, this is so much sugar that, like, it's delicious. But it's, and, like, they were massive cans absolutely massive oh, yeah. and we I, I love drank an Arizona all tea. of them and like a lot of times we would go to a convenience store and they would be out because we had like sold them out of arnold palmer's <laughs> what
1: fucking asshole bought all of the fucking arnold palmer's all and it was us. the
0: local <laughs> high school theater kids oh no um uh i always try and come up with funny transitions and be like speaking of golf um there is golf in uh the Tolkien world uh, yeah. in the form of like one of the hobbits
1: yeah, it's uh it is invented golf. Yeah, it's Bilbo's like great, 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 great grandfather was in a battle and he had a club and he knocked an orc general's head off and it flew into a rabbit hole and the game of golf was invented and that's just like a side note in the Hobbit that is never elaborated on.
0: That's great. Um So I reached out to Haley. And I said, do you have any, like, here's a couple ideas of what we could do. I'm pretty open to anything. What, like, speaks to you? And you brought up the Darkening of Valinor. And I was like, that actually seems pretty great. Because last week we talked about, like, the creation of Arda. So, like, we're still kind of, like, in the beginning times, you know. What is it about the Darkening of Valinor that you were like, I would like to talk about that while drinking?
1: Um, It's a combination of factors. Uh, first of all, it's... One of the few parts of the Silmarillion where like elves are like having conversations, like you're it's still very, very like top down narrative. It feels kind of biblical, but like you get dialogue in this chapter. And it's like if you're if you pay attention to what's like actually going on, it's just like the stupidest drama on the face of the earth by people who like everything is happening because. Everyone involved, except for one dude, doesn't understand the concept of, like, lying. And then they, like, everything gets fucked up, and then Melkor touches a spider and screams, and it's, like, the funniest thing to me ever.
0: I mean, what? actually, no, I, I've always gone down and uh, that's what I talk about history by saying that Lub and her great great grandmother, Ungolian are the original Gaslight Gatekeep girl boss.
1: Yeah, yeah, they are the true heroes and the true villains of this series. I yeah. want to know everything about them.
0: Yeah, and it's so interesting because we... Don't, at least with, uh, we know, I feel like we know a little bit more about Sheila because we know about Ungoliant, but when you get to Ungoliant, it's just kind of like, yeah, she was a dark evil being
1: in yeah. the form of
0: a spider, and like, that's it, and there's not really much to to like, dive into, there's not much, it's only like, speculation of what the elves think, like, how she came into existence, and like, what she is. Like,
1: it, like they talk about her the way that physicists talk about black holes, they're just like I don't fucking like. It's out there. I don't like. We know it's there. We have no fucking idea. It's there.
0: It's scary. It let's shouldn't not... exist,
1: and it does. That's all we yeah. know, and we don't like it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Excellently put. Um. I also think this is like a really interesting. It's a really interesting topic because it starts to get you down the Tolkien rabbit hole. The the like history of I keep I will keep wanting to say like Middle Earth. Actually technically we shouldn't be doing this as a part of drunk middle earth history because this is not in middle earth. Yeah, uh, this I, is yeah, uh this over is, in uh
1: Yeah, they're they're over in fucking Valin- Valinor. So
0: Valinor, yeah. yeah. On um Oh, I forget what the name of the... It's like Arna or something.
1: Yeah, like...
0: Well, the name of the land well, that there's, they're on. Oh, whatever.
1: There's, there's Arda is just like means Middle the Earth, Earth. And then they've got Amon, which is like... Amon, that's what I was thinking. I think that's the name of the continent that Who is also the is name fucking. of
0: the villain Dude, in the, the first geog- season of Legend of the Korra. geography
1: anyway. of Middle Earth is bullshit. Like, it's, bu- it's bonkers, just, it's, it's bonkers. Like, there's literally a rainbow bridge in some concepts. Like, he played... Like, he couldn't Decide if he wanted the earth to be flat or not the man was a so mess said both yes
0: yes he did <laughs> yeah you start going like down the because like you start the silmarillion starts out like innocently enough and it's like okay cool we're talking about the creation of the earth we have these like gods and goddesses we have the fallen angel uh you know like melkor Um, and it's like, okay, I seem to be following. And then like, it kind of starts derailing and then it's just like absolutely snowballs out of control. And it's like, I, I, I've i lost track of the story. Like,
1: uh, like, the main thing, I think, is just that you get so many names really fast. Oh my like, god. Like, you're trucking along, you've got, what, like, 12 Valar? To- like, it's there's not that many, and you can keep track of them pretty easily. And then they start introducing elves, and I don't know if I ever told you the story that I heard about, like, Tolkien had a bunch of writer friends, and they would, like, meet up at a pub and read their writing to each other. I think C.S. Lewis was also involved. Yes. And one day, he, I think it was when he was, like, introducing Galadriel, and one of them sat up and said, oh, fuck, not another elf.
0: Yes, yes. Yeah,
1: that's kind of how the whole, like, beginning of the of the Silmarillion is. It's like, I don't know who these there's people so are. There's so many
0: elves. And there's a hundred and all, of them. They all start with F. Yes. They all start with F. And they're all, like, nephews and cousins and brothers and it's so confusing. Know, like, and, like, the el- the elves are, like, factioned into First, they're factioned into two groups, which is the group that stays behind in Middle Earth and then the group that goes to Valinor. And then they're factioned off further because there's the group that leaves to go to Valinor um, and forget they're the... I don't even remember what they're called, but they're just like the best elves because they get to Valinor first, and they're the they're the favorites. Um, and then there's the middle class elves, which is the Noldor, <laughs> which is what Feanor is. Um, and then the elves are the, the third group the third class lower class elves um are the ones that ha- took the longest to get to valinor and they were divided up even further because like halfway to their journey their original leader got distracted by a hot maiden wood nymph uh and he got frozen in time for several years and everyone and- else
1: apparently just sat down and were like we'll just wait for him to break out of his dick <laughs> trance
0: and some of them are like should we (laughs) wait or (laughs) and some of them left and so it gets absolutely bonkers and so when you talk about the darkening of valinor so it has to do with the destruction of two specific trees okay and then it's like okay well to talk about the trees, you f- have to go back to talk about the lamps.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> like, like the like Middle Earth, like early Middle Earth had some serious lighting issues. Like they just could not figure out how to like. How to light the place? So they started off with like like lighthouses, just like like big towers with like light bulbs on top. And then Melkor was just like, "Hey, I'm why you can't have nice." He's literally things. a
0: cat. Yes, he <laughs> like knocking them up. over. Just like yeah, and so and then you yeah, and so over. then like that brings Melkor into the picture. And you have to talk about Melkor. You have to talk about like, well, what are these lamps? How did they get there? Why was he so mad that he knocked them over? Um, you, I don't think you have to. Nest Necessarily talk about Feanor and the Silmarils, but like it, they come up
1: because it's it's a, like, like a that si- leads it's into- a
0: very relevant like side note to yeah, the story. Because it's
1: like it, if you want to understand anything that happens later than like Feanor and like his just massive just. Like, basketball team of children it just fucks off to do a <laughs> colonialism and like find whatever and but like that's yeah they go to off to commit like
0: atrocities against their own kin <laughs> yeah
1: yeah well they pinky promised that no one could steal their shiny rocks so you know they gotta um yeah. yeah and then you gotta get a... into like what what oaths mean to elves which then kind of spirals into talking you know, I about i still fucking... don't really
0: necessarily understand the full meaning of it's, of the oath and like everything i'm just because, like it. it's because
1: it's because jerk was obsessed with words so, like, yeah. the, like, the biggest deal that, ever to the elves... You know what? That's elves, very true, yeah, yeah. Right, like, the biggest deal ever to the elves was, like, holy fuck, we can talk and write and communicate and remember. And then, like, they just, like, they overthink the nature of semantics so much to the point that it becomes their religion. And, like, yeah. then it just gets to, like... So if you, if you make a promise, and especially if you, like, make a promise on something like the, like the Valar or Eru, who's, it's God, it's basically, it's just God. Uh, like, you, like, you simply gotta, like, you, like, you are, you are compelled by the cosmic forces You know what, it kind of, it almost thing.
0: reminds me of how, like, the Ents, and, like, how the Ents view language, which is that, like, mm. we, like, words, are our, our language, it takes so long to say things that, like, when we say things, we mean it because it has to be worth being said yeah. you know like tolkien yeah. is vi- like he's very with a lot of peoples in this like, world he's like, very like intentional about how they view language
1: yeah he's very intentional uh, intentional about language which is surprising cons- considering how long the books
0: are oh my god that's so tr- like <laughs> it, it but it's like it's, he's a he's intentional about language but he's, he's obsessed with it
1: he's as intentional as hemingway but like what the complete opposite direction with it just like instead of i'm going to pick the most the single word that i need for this sentence and no others he's just like let me just show off as many words as i can behold the opulence of my vocabulary that's jerk
0: yeah that's our homeboy jolkin yeah, let me. I'll start off by talking briefly about the lamps, which I re—I just be, like had the realization earlier before when I was like, I say preparing notes, I mean reading my old notes that I wrote like <laughs> almost two, like a year and a half ago at this you, point.
1: You trust past Mary Clay that much? <laughs> i I, I, I am, know, video. right?
0: <laughs> um, my my past notes include Feanor, bro.
1: Yeah,
0: that's <laughs> honestly, like that's it. that's pretty you know, much like, like that's a note
1: that does kind of sum up the chapter.
0: That's just like a general vibe a lot of like, times for Um I realize that when I think of the lamps of Valinor or Valar, whatever, I just think of here. I'll I'll tilt my my screen to show you just the standard like Walmart standing lamp that you get for ten dollars to put in your college dorm. <laughs> that's what I think of. Whenever I, whenever like the two laps of. Arda or are discussed. I'm like, yeah, the Walmart lamps that yeah. every college kid has. Yeah, no,
1: they're just, just like you. You can see them in your head right now. It's, it's just,
0: yeah. <laughs> they it's, have a three way bulb yeah, if you're lucky.
1: Right, right. Like if it's really fucking fancy, like if your mom got it for you, it's got like the attachment with the smaller light. Yeah, on, yeah which on the, on I don't know about you. Arm. If you
0: had one of those, I never mm. used the smaller one because it was it was like a spotlight, and I was like, I'm blinded. I
1: did not have one of those uh we didn't get one until after I graduated
0: (laughs) (laughs) I um I desperately want to upgrade from the this is not the same lamp that I had from college by the way I feel like I should clarify that (laughs) that lamp did its thing and it's like dead and gone years ago now um but uh I was moving into... I think it was like two apartments ago. I was moving in to a place that had like terrible lighting and it was so dark. And I was like, we just need lamps. We need light. And I was like, this is $10. I'm getting it. And one day I'll get something nice. And it's like, you know, two, three years later and I still have this dorm room, you know, the dorm... I'm pretty sure you walk into Walmart Walmart and the brand is like dorm essentials. Yeah. Like that's what this lamp is. Like it's...
1: You got (laughs) to... If you really want to be thrifty, you got to wait until back to school season to get it on sale. Mhm. Mhm. Very Clay, I will help you. I love lamps more than anything else in the world. I say that unironically, knowing the meme. I I actually like any movie. Lamp. Yes, I do love lamp. I truly do every re- time. I I wish we watch you had been movie, on um
0: I wish you had been on last week when we did Lord of the Rings because the answer was lamps.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, that's plurals plurals are a fucking trick that's that's a bullshit in my i think
0: opinion. it's a little bit it's a little yeah, bit lazy yeah, yeah but yeah, uh, i was
1: sitting here like lamp that's not five oh lamps. lamps well that's
0: cheating yeah yeah well if you see a standing lamp that looks cool let by, me know <laughs> by all means because
1: i i like have a problem like i'll just i i just impulsively get pretty lamps and then i have simply too many I have more lamps than surfaces you know
0: and that's great
1: yeah like it's it's a good problem to have until I run out of surfaces
0: until you no longer have surfaces yeah Yeah. um I believe once previously we joked about how like you saw in your neighbor's living room window that they had a nice lamp and you wanted to like somehow ask like where did you get it it are you giving it away (laughs)
1: it was in the middle of recording yeah and I like it's a good one man I'm still coveting it it's it, like it's got a colored glass shade. I love those. Ugh. Uh, yeah, very
0: cool. Uh, so the 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 two lamps of the Valar were very cool lamps. The we we step, can a step above a step above the Walmart and dorm then, essentials and then lamp. That
1: punk bitch Melkor, who's just fantasy Satan. He's just fantasy Satan with more of a yeah. personality. Like yeah, he's fantasy Satan, and he's a fuck boy. Like. Just you read between the lines in the Silmarillion and just the fuck boy vibes are off the charts. Um, And yeah, he broke the fucking lamps and I'm sure they were super dope and I'm mad about it. Uh, They weren't even real. I'm still mad.
0: (laughs) Uh, And so when he broke the lamps, that's what split. I think originally it was like a it was kind of like a Pangea situation. Um, where like everything was one land mass and then he knocked the lamps over and it broke the land up and then that's how like this one part kind of like floated way off over into the west. Is that Um, how
1: plate tectonics works?
0: Yes. (laughs) Is that uh, (laughs) evil being (laughs) knocks over some lamps and that's how uh, the continent of uh, North and South America split apart from the rest of the world.
1: Hmm. That makes sense.
0: Yeah. Um, Put that on your next history test, kids. I I hope no kids are listening to this.
1: (laughs) I haven't taken a history test in years.
0: (laughs) And so then the Valar were like, ha, this isn't. This isn't what we wanted anymore. Uh, they're like, party foul, the- man. They're like, this is not what we signed up for. We're going to go off to this other, to this like part of the world that's been split off over to the sea. Uh, and I we're going to make that our perfect world.
1: You, you, like you ever played D&D, you never split the party. Like there's two continents now. We got to pick. We can't split. We got to pick.
0: Yeah. Uh. So that's what becomes Valar. And no. That's what becomes Valinor, <laughs> and it, it's the same root word. It doesn't matter. And um, sure, they is in like in his
1: grave right now. The same root word. It doesn't matter. How dare you?
0: If he didn't want me to confuse them, he shouldn't have made them all the same word.
1: Hey, I'm on your side.
0: <laughs> so, in like remembrance of the two lamps they make these two trees and also they still need the lamps were like their way uh i feel like i all of a sudden i was like i think i'm yelling
1: <laughs> it's drunk middle earth history i actually i'm gonna get a refill really quick
0: yes please go <laughs> um fun fact behind the scenes i almost always have a tab open on um a wikipedia page of some kind i like tolkien gateway um some of the other wikis are more like fandom based um tolkien gateway usually seems to to do the job oh cool Haley's back hello did i miss anything no i was talking about my preference of um tolkien wikis (laughs) Um, my preference is Tolkien Gateway. Okay, alright. There's um there's a couple other ones out there, but I think they're more like fandom based. So they're I, I feel like sometimes they're not always as like complete.
1: Right, right. You gotta look for the ones where people have scoured like the notes and then like the discarded notes.
0: And then the footnote of the yeah, footnote and yeah. Yeah. Um so the trees in Valinor. They planted because they needed to light
1: oh, yeah, the earth up again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, there, there's no sun, there's no moon, there's only stars, and everything is very dim.
0: Yeah, it's all very dark, and they're like, this is cool and all, but I would like to be able to see... So, they make these trees. I think it's um, it's probably, like, Yvanna who makes them. Yeah. That's a total... I, I'm totally pulling that oh, out no, of my no, ass. No, no, I have she, no idea. The,
1: no, she's the plant one, so yes. Yeah, but,
0: like, she's the plant lady, so I feel like it would yeah. only make sense. Yeah, no, she's definitely one. Um, Yeah. And they are... Okay, they are named Telperion and Laurelin. Yep,
1: yeah, yep. Yeah, and they're on one hill, and then there's, like, a big line of mountains all across fucking godland... That just blocks their light from reaching the other continent, which is everything else. Because mm-hmm. so they're just like, all right, well, we have we light, have but all we don't- the light. Yeah, yeah, Like it's it's like having a big fucking fence to block your floodlight. Except also there is no sun, <laughs> <laughs> so your neighbors uh, can't see
0: shit. <laughs> <laughs> um. They're also like, um, they're set up to like bloom and like basically like wax and wane, like the like they rise and fall like the moon and the sun, um, so that one of them is always blooming while the other one is like, what's the opposite of blooming? Uh, dormant. Dormant, yeah, maybe. Yeah. And uh, these trees are so in enc- case. Like as Jurt loved his trees, he loved
1: but like these trees though these trees though these trees are way more special than like all of like all trees are special right like hashtag all trees are special uh but these two trees though like like all
0: trees matter
1: (laughs) but these two like matter the most though because like they're pretty and and shiny and uh light bulbs and possibly kind of like nuclear reactors but they're the most shiny trees. ever.
0: it's like how it's like how when Chernobyl happened, um, all the radiation happened, and uh, we didn't know. I say we, like the people at the time, weren't sure how that was gonna affect, like how dangerous it was, until like many years after, where it was like, oh, this was bad.
1: Oh, 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 that's it was what like it oh, does. that was dangerous. Oh, okay,
0: <laughs> that's how much energy they have. These trees are so fucking important that it causes. it that's what causes the elves who are existing on the other continent on the other side of the sea that's what causes them to journey over to valinor um because the valar pick like three of them to like come over and look at the trees and then these three I forget what their names are.
1: Because they're, they're all the fucking same. I think it's like Finway and Elway and Olway. Like it's literally. Like, yeah, it's,
0: th- that's probably it. Yeah,
1: like it's like the fucking Three Stooges. Just yes, just exactly. Any other? Just can we some more con consonants at the very least?
0: Yes, and so they they like go back to the elves and they're like, hey, these trees are really dope. You guys got to see it for yourselves. Like
1: trees are our whole um, thing, but I'm telling you, I'm telling you.
0: These trees in particular are amazing. So that's what spurns a bunch of elves to go from like uh, the other land over to the motherland.
1: <laughs> got to go look at those trees.
0: And so meanwhile, okay. So now now let's talk about Melkor. Right. Who is the, you know the he's the, the Satan fu- allegory. He's the Satan allegory. The fuck boy. It's, it's really interesting because um he I I keep saying like he's loose, like he's the fallen angel because he started out as I mean, he is a Valar. No. Right. He is an I Nor, whatever. Yeah. Um he started out as one of these people. He just went bad. And that's, you know, essentially Lucifer. But at the same time, Lucifer was a fallen angel because, like, Satan was already there. So, like, at the same time, Melkor is Satan and Lucifer.
1: And then also has his boy toy slash hand fucking Myron who becomes Sauron.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, a familiar name. <laughs> Sauron. Yeah. Do you guys know that one? <laughs> um he has nothing to do with this story <laughs> I'm pretty he's, sure he doesn't exist at no, this no he's
1: literally like the way that I think of Melkor and Sauron is like Dr. Draken and Shigo from Kim Possible mm. like I feel like mm. that's their dynamic <laughs>
0: absolutely yes oh i love that that's so brilliant that's like so every brilliant. time
1: sauron comes up he is just like serving <laughs> in every scene he is like just
0: he's a werewolf he's lord. like a he's like a much more like a much more successful version of, of a, like, a, a supervillain in the middle, or in the, you know, Tolkien sphere, yeah. than, than uh, Melkor. He,
1: yeah, he has, like, very strong, like, he's he's a logistician, like, he actually plans stuff and, like, has ideas, and Melkor is just, like, a chaos god who does chaos, and that means fucking shit up. Like, that's, that's why he's the cat of the gods. He just knocks stuff off shelves. Yes, he just does that yeah. for fun. It's yeah. his compulsion.
0: So Melkor... At one point, he was like put in prison, and then they take him out of prison, and he's like, "I'm good now, I promise." And they have no concept (laughs) of lying. And Manwe, just like you were talking about, how like, like, like language and vows and promises is like so important to them that they're like, "Oh yeah, of course, I believe you." Yeah. Yeah. Well, he said Um, it,
1: so surely.
0: Yeah, he's like, "I'm good now, I swear." And Manwe, the the king, Valar, god person, is like, "Sure." sounds i believe it good enough for me and also he um, and
1: melkor are like bro- like twinsies like brothers like all of the all of the eidor are just like just they just materialized because god said so but like th- those two like god just conceptualized them as brothers
0: yeah so so which is even funny that like why would, again yeah i guess they just don't have like the concept of lying yeah yeah no point, like you know?
1: that's that's why most shit And, like the goes concept wrong. of like deceit yeah, like I, like the more people develop the concept of lying, the more things go to shit throughout the Silmarillion.
0: Mm, yeah, yeah. So then Melkor he gets out of prison. Um, and he uh at this point the elves are over in Valnor, Valinor, and <laughs> um the middle class elves, the Noldor, um are uh Fin no Feanor no. Yeah. Has he created the Silmarils at this it's point? I think like, he, yeah, like he's they're, created they're the Sil- there. No. Yeah,
1: well, like they they live yes, there. He's and- created the
0: Silmarils yeah, at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he he's like Feanor is like the golden child of of the Noldor, um, and Melkor. Melkor, I would just forever believe this. Melkor and Feanor are should be. It's the enemies to lovers okay. track that we never got. Thank you.
1: Yeah. No. There's a lot of fanfic out there along these lines like there's there's strong heated fling energy between these two like mm, like the yeah. polarization of like love hate going on where like yes. f- like it, everything in the text is like fanor hates this guy but then like also listens to him and also yeah. is severely influenced by him and also let yes. him into his house like yeah
0: it um it just both of them I think were like Oh, yeah. Keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. And they both just adopted that policy and they're like, I'm going to get to know Feanor. I'm going to get to know Melkor real, real well. And we're going to be BFFs. (laughs) We're just two dudes chilling in a hot tub, five five feet apart because we're not gay. Because we're not gay. Um, And uh, at one point, so Feanor, the golden child elf boy, um makes the Silmarils, which are like gems created yeah. in the image in the like trying to capture the light of these trees.
1: Yeah, like it's like his. <sighs> so his dad is like the like the elf king, like one of the one of the couple of elf kings. And yes, he, like, his, his dad, dad is he's... one of
0: the original elves. He's the that only... led a group over. He's
1: the only elf to ever have a step parent. <laughs> oh that's so true
0: because his, <laughs> his mom yeah like he simply, to him and yeah. was like this was too much yeah. so i'm done Elf simply do
1: not die but his mom was just like you are literally such a drama queen that i have been as trained. an infant yeah
0: as a newborn she was like that so was i just much. need to take I'm a done. nap forever i'm gonna go die and now she did like i love i love bringing it up there's a quote it's um the character Gina Linetti from Brooklyn Nine Nine, and she's like, they're like at this dinner party. Yes, yes, and yes. I know the one you're she's talking She's like about. impressing all of these. Um, it's like psych- not impressing. It's
1: psychiatrists, like they're all surrounding yes, her, like psychiatrists, like
0: psychologists and stuff. And she's just like, she's not even like putting on a performance. She's just like saying things that are natural for her. And one of the things she says is like, um, "My mother cried when I was born because she knew she could never be better than me." <laughs> And that is Feanor. That is Feanor. And
1: then his dad remarried and had new kids, and he never got over it. And, like, that's his whole backstory. And he has a basketball team's worth of children. He has seven kids. Elves are immortal, and this man has seven kids. Seven
0: children. So Melkor and Feanor become, like, fake besties. They just need... They just... They just needed to go one step further and fuck, and then it would have de- devol- dissolved so much tension, you know. And yet, I, I think so much, so much of the of the history of Middle Earth um, could have been prevented if Feanor and Melkor just fucked. I just think.
1: like, uh, like, not they didn't even have to go all the way. I'm, I'm talking
0: maybe just a little HJ.
1: Yeah, like surreptitious blowjob behind a hedge. That would have saved everything.
0: Yes, I think I I full agree.
1: <laughs> so he makes these shiny rocks because he's so, like, yeah, maybe he makes one shiny day rocks. everything will go to shit, and we should still have some of the light of these trees. I don't even think, I think
0: he makes them. I think he makes them because he becomes so full of himself that he's like, I want to create the light of the trees of Valinor for myself.
1: Mm, yeah, that's also part of it. Yeah, definitely. and he's
0: like, I want to prove that I did something so insane and amazing and uh so melkor becomes like jealous of this he's so he starts just like spread starting drama like, in the noldor it's so so much sketchy. drama like
1: it's the stupidest that like this is it's another so funny. fucking thing of they have no concept of lying so yeah they, they're just it's it's like, Melkor's like i
0: heard that your brother your half brother finn golfin wants to fight you
1: yeah and like you already (laughs) don't like him or his brother who's also your brother because of the whole stepmom thing that you never got over because you're the only elf with a stepmom uh but you know that's none of my business though i just heard it from a guy who heard it from a guy who heard it from a chat room um yeah like one of the one of the forums on reddit uh that i just shouldn't talk about uh you know the ones
0: yeah someone on TikTok said that some of your brothers want to fight you and feanor like it starts all this drama and long story short feanor ends up being exiled and his dad who's like the king of this group of elves is like i like i love my son so much that like i am going to step down as my, like, position of the leader of this group of elves, and I will go into exile with him. Yeah, like, because while one of my sons is in exile, that is, like, I I would be, it would be, like, shame on me if I, like, continued to live my life, uh, my life of luxury while he was in exile.
1: Which, like, this didn't have to be that big of a deal. It's so dramatic. It's so
0: dramatic for no reason.
1: Because, fucking, like, while all of the rumors were being spread to, like, to Feanor about, like, Like, hey, your bitch-ass brothers are gonna try to, like, take your dad's throne. What you gonna do about it? They were also getting rumors from fucking Melkor that, like you know second third fourth hand that like oh your shitty older brother that always hated you uh, is gonna try to stamp you and your kids out of the line entirely you guys better like arm up or something you oh, guys you don't ain't know getting
0: what... nothing in the will <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh you don't know what weapons are oh buddy you gotta start making weapons so now they're all secretly making weapons behind <laughs> each making other's weapons. backs yeah and then like ba- threatening each other with the weapons
0: And anyway, so well, Melkor, like... Melkor is just that that of Michael Jackson in the thriller video (laughs) sitting there eating popcorn he's like this is great this is going exactly according he's crunk oh yeah it's all coming together (laughs) Um, and like they get to a
1: point of just like like actually openly fighting each other and the Valar dead ass look Fëanor in his face and they're like you go into the hills for 12 years it's just 12 years they're immortal and think about what you did that is yeah. that is exactly what they tell him and You know what, he, I like, honestly
0: I never thought about the fact that so he yeah so he gets exiled for 12 years I never thought about the fact that they're immortal and that's almost nothing Yeah that's nothing that's a timeout Yeah
1: like that that's dead ass a timeout it's like they Oh up tell him like go and th- like take counsel of yourself and think about who and what you are. That's that's fancy Middle earth speak for go sit in the corner and think about what you did. Yeah.
0: Okay, so all of that we're fifty minutes in. All of that <laughs> is set up for what's about to happen, which is what always like cracks me up about Tolkien is that like sometimes you start you want to talk about a topic or someone asks you a question about like how did this happen or like who is this character and it's like well we gotta back it up to this well, like and that... then it's like an hour later you're finally ready to answer the question.
1: Honestly that's kind of how we wrote the books like if you read through like the notes and then all of the different versions of the notes and all of the abandoned plot lines and ideas that just got completely left out of any official anthology that's that's exactly how, like that's him answering these questions for himself, and he never mm-hmm. fully figured it out. He's like,
0: I, "This story will fall apart uh, if I don't." Like this story about a hobbit and some dwarves going to kill a dragon will absolutely fall apart unless there is a storied history about a demon and some gods fighting over some trees
1: and also a spider is there
0: and some spiders not and that some go sto- and some shiny stones um and let's there's a talking obs- dog in there at some point and let's like- throw
1: my obsession with etymology in the mix too because why not
0: um so Melkor... Uh, he, like, he's, so he started all this drama in the Noldor, and then he fucked off. And he was like, I've done my job here, I'm getting out of here. Yeah, before the Valar they were like,
1: hey, well, like, they did figure out, they were like, hey, wait a fucking minute. They're like,
0: wait a minute. And they're like,
1: Tolkis, go kick his ass, because P.S., there's a god whose entire job is to kick I love Mal'Gor's
0: Tolkis! <laughs> I love
1: him so that's, much! <laughs> that's the whole reason he's there. He doesn't have to be there. The whole reason he's there is to kick this one guy's ass. and then he can't find him
0: (laughs) he i love tolkas i think i said in the previous episode that like his entire energy is like like if you were to show up to him crying he wouldn't he wouldn't like he wouldn't necessarily stop to ask you like what happened are you okay like how can i help you he'd be like who am i fighting who am i killing like he he would immediately be like all right who am i like i'm ready to i'm ready to Every throw t- hands
1: every time i picture him i just imagine danny trejo
0: <laughs> okay okay see i just i think i just picture Kronk, but Kronk <laughs> is a little bit too wholesome
1: no i feel like Tulka's can and will fuck shit up i can't i feel like Tulkus would would have a machete if a machete was available like he deserves it yes.
0: i think <laughs> <laughs> um so melkor yeah so he fucks off to this like dark unknown land that's like south of valinor um and that is where ungoliant lives and ungoliant is um let me like open up my book for the first time in this episode um because <laughs> scary... i'm pretty sure there are some like dope ass quotes about her
1: i'm sure like she's she's a fucking black cosmic hell spider She's she had disowned
0: her master, desiring to be mistress of her own lust, taking all things to herself to feed her emptiness. And I'm like, hell yeah.
1: Yes, Good. queen. Yes. Good for her.
0: Good for her. <laughs> I support women's rights. I also support women's wrongs. Mostly um, women's
1: wrongs.
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh, Melkor teams up with Ungoliant. And they uh, are just going to wreak havoc on Valinor, and they uh, th- they plan their attack. It's during this party they're having a party that's like supposed to signify what would be like our equivalent of like the start of spring yeah but like
1: well like because it's still can, he can't just like there can't just be a festival for no reason it can't just be like
0: seasons no because, it can't just be like no,
1: because here's the thing MC here's the thing I already determined in my expansive philosophical bullshit that this is paradise heaven type thing so they don't mm-hmm. have seasons yes so exactly now we need To come up with a new type of seasonal cycle, yearly cycle, what the fuck ever, to give people something to look forward to so they can dress up and have costume parties throughout the year. So, here, let me take half a page to explain that. Yeah. Anyway, they're having a party.
0: So yeah, they're having a party. Any any reason to have a party? You know,
1: it sounds like they do costume parties exclusively, which I respect because that's which is I know our group of friends.
0: I know, yeah. (laughs) Um, Side like one of my, I think it was probably like my destiny to join this group of friends where every party we have at Christina's house is a theme (laughs) costume party because like I, I mean, like I'm a theater kid. You know, like I love playing dress up. It's And like, as an adult, really, the only time you get to do that is for like Halloween and stuff. So it's really fun. Like, in February to be like, we're having a musical theater themed party. And I came dressed as a newsie. And specifically, I came dressed as crutchy, because I had a (laughs) medical boot on one of my feet from a surgery. And I was like, "This is, I'm living my best life right now. I get to be a newsie in February. It's not even Halloween.
1: I was at the same party and dressed as Richard Gere from the All I Care About is Love uh, number from the Chicago film, uh, which is... Fantastic. And I think I and then you
0: did karaoke. Yeah, I did
1: karaoke in a strip tease like Richard oh, Gere does in that song. Oh,
0: it was so great. <laughs> it was I did a one woman rendition of two one act finales. <laughs> um The first one I think I did was Les Mis, One Day More. Oh my God, I remember that! <laughs> and then the second <laughs> I the one i did was hamilton hard. non-stop there's oh just nothing i love more than a one-act finale where all the characters come in and sing their own little <laughs> parts on top of each other and i was like i'm gonna do that by myself drunk
1: were you were you there when grace did tequila
0: yes <laughs> i have it uh i have that on video
1: oh my god send that to me
0: it's the I, it's, shit I've ever seen. Doing tequila <laughs> is the best move anyone can make for it, listeners. Like, you, listeners like, I'm speaking directly to you. If you are invited to a karaoke night and you're like, I don't like, I don't know what to do. I'm kind of shy. What do do tequila?
1: You have because
0: to you words. stand up there for like three minutes, and I think you only have to say the word tequila two or three times like three times. the talks. only thing is that you have to be comfortable enough to stand up there doing nothing like if,
1: no you got you gotta come up with something to do to do you gotta yeah. you gotta do what grace did because grace is also very quiet and shy and, proper awkward, and, retiring yeah. and uh, like just just a little awkward and sp- like honestly I have never respected Grace more than I did in that moment she because did. she she committed to dancing through the You gotta whole commit to
0: the bit, thing. yeah.
1: Yes, she committed great, to the great. bit. And she That's did great. a Grease up it um, too. I
0: wanna yeah, she was a, a post makeover Sandy. Um the oh, yeah, hottest of all the Sandies. Mm okay so the valar and the the elves everyone in valinor is having their musical theater themed karaoke party um
1: which we took half of a page and been half an hour
0: to explain to- uh, manway just did maybe this time um well, because like
1: manway's whole thing with this party was like
0: hey the 12 years are up let's
1: come Let's... on come on boys come on make up kiss and make up just like, yeah just shake hands uh, we're 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 fin golfin is it. in the middle
0: of doing tequila and yes. then feanor walks in uh for whatever reason his dad finway is like I'm going to stay home. I feel like my time is done. I'm going to stay home. You go to the party. And
1: Fanor's not even in costume.
0: He doesn't show up in costume. And the translation of that in this universe is that uh, he does not show up with uh, the Silmarils. People thought that like, oh, maybe he'll show up wearing like the Silmarils and a crown or whatever. And basically he was really salty and was like, I'm going to deny these people the like visual of the Silmarils. I'm going to deny them the light of the trees from the Silmarils and I'm going to keep them at home for myself.
1: Petty bitch.
0: Yes. Very petty. So this whole party is going on. And then this is where we get to the actual plot of the darkening of Valinor, <laughs> which could be summed up in a sentence, which is that, Ungoliant and Melkor go to the trees and Ungoliant just like latches onto them and her darkness spreads and they destroy the trees of Valinor. It's like, uh, did you, growing up, did you have like in your neighborhood like Maybe, like, a a set of woods or a forest or, like, even just, like, one particular tree that, like, was there forever. Did you ever have to witness it being cut down or, like development coming in and chopping down like a whole area of woods Actually, to build more houses yes. for the neighborhood Dude, like
1: like, okay so when i lived in alabama there was a four-year stint that i lived in alabama and it was awful and i hated it it's the worst place in the world um i lived in a place called redstone and it's called that way to
0: alienate the alabamians i listening. do not
1: care because either they if you like living in Alabama, you're not listening to this podcast. Um probably. Like if, if you
0: like if you like living in Alabama, and you are listening to this podcast. Hit me up. There's let other, us know. There's
1: other places, dude. You know there's other places that don't have fire ants. You know that's a thing, right? You, they 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 haven't taken over the world. You can go elsewhere. It'll be <laughs> fine. They have at trees the very and least everything.
0: go at the very least you could go to I was I- I'm too much like Tolkien now because I was going to say, at the very least, go to Georgia because they have cool trees.
1: They do. They have better trees. Although than I feel like Alabama.
0: a lot of uh, a lot of um, the like southern East Coast states have really dope trees.
1: Alabama kind of doesn't. Um, yeah. Like Alabama. it's it's called it's called Redstone because the dirt is just like dark red clay.
0: Well, Alabama isn't like on the it's not on the east coast, right? It's, it's like not. isn't it like next to it's, it's next to yeah, Georgia, yeah, right? And Georgia's on the east coast. It's in Florida's
1: armpit is where I it need is. to look
0: up a map of the United States. Okay, so we were talking <laughs> about Alabama. You hated living in Alabama, that yes. was it. Continue. <laughs>
1: I So, like, there was a playground in the neighborhood where I lived that was, like, the one bright spot, because, like, the playground was, eh, fine, but it backed up to, like, this little hedgerow of trees, and then beyond that was this beautiful, idyllic meadow that was scattered with these little pine trees, and my friends and I would run out there, and we would play around in the tall grass, and we would climb the trees, and we had a little secret secret clubhouse there was a little crick that ran through the trees and it was great and then one day you
0: said creek like crick yeah it
1: it was a crick it wasn't a creek it was a a crick crick. i've there's a difference Uh... no i i fully agree
0: (laughs) a a crick is like a single droplet of water basically
1: yeah that's what it was uh and then one day i there like there'd been a construction site like out at the far end of this meadow, and then one day it was the entire meadow, and then they yeah. gradually like mm-hmm. moved all the way in and like cut down all of the trees, and we would run around and like play in the big piles of dirt and like pretend we were on Mars, and we would like steal rebar beca- like out of revenge, <laughs> like they would just leave piles of rebar. I love sitting the image around. of young
0: Haley running around, with just rebar.
1: I was like, I was rebar like, eight, nine.
0: oh my god. <laughs> and that's Uh, why i am the way i am and that's how yeah so
1: So all of those emotions
0: all of those emotions are very similar to what happened when the trees of valinor are destroyed and everything is engulfed in darkness and uh i don't remember what happens to ungolian i think she just goes away and they're like well
1: no 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 no. here's what fucking happens is like she's the more light that she consumes the bigger and darker she gets so like like
0: what the fuck was that
1: that was somebody telling us how big his dick is um was that
0: a car going by oh my god
1: that was like a motorcycle or some shit or a dirt bike i don't know it sounded
0: like there was another person in your room going oh like that's what it said i was like yeah, the ghost. Is I live over on there. the
1: third floor. Um, no, there's uh, a lot of street racing down uh, mm. my street at night, especially like Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays. Uh, somebody could straight up like shoot an AK-47 into the side of my building, and uh, it wouldn't even register because I'm so used to the backfiring. Anyway, the more light Ungoliant consumes, she's like a vanta black like ooze almost, but mm. also a spider but also ki- kind of like she's like an eldritch horror she's she's some lovecraftian shit like in the most literal sense of the term mm, yeah so like she just ate the sun and the moon essentially like 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 sun and moon yes, levels yeah. of light producing objects so now she's kind of just an entity of shadow fucking off to the north with melkor uh just just sneaking along behind her, waiting for the moment when he can sneak away from a thing that has a million eyes.
0: Yeah. Um, And then uh, Melkor goes to find... I think he go. He like goes to. He either like goes to find Feanor, or he's just going to find the Silmarils. But
1: yeah, yeah. Like he go.
0: He goes knocking on the door at um. It's Feanor and Fenway's house, the house that he's been living at on the outskirts of Valinor with his dad. And he's at the party, and his dad is not. And so Melkor goes knocking on the door, and Fenway is like.
1: Who Fuck is you, no.
0: <laughs> it's like, excuse me, no, you cannot come in. And then uh, Melkor kills him. Yeah. Um, and then goes inside and steals the Silmarils. Yeah. Um, and this all, like, that happens because Thanor was so petty because he did not want to bring the Silmarils to the party. And if he had brought the Silmarils with him to that party, they wouldn't have been... Uh, in, you know, the whatever house that they are the apartment that they were living <laughs> in. Um, I, I
1: love the idea of it as, like, a divorced dad apartment.
0: It's- it's absolutely a divorced dad apartment. Yeah, well, because um, like, he's- actually, I don't think- because I don't think it mentions anything about, um, h- him taking his second wife to live with them. Well,
1: like, Finway doesn't necessarily- I don't think Finway takes his- his other wife, but it's also not mentioned if Feanor's wife went- Fanor went with his sons, he took all seven kids, but his wife like, is never mentioned and I think that kind of implies that she's not there. It's
0: just dad, it's just this father-son 12 year retreat and...
1: I guess for elves, that's not that long. It's like a sabbatical.
0: Yeah, it's not that long. So, um, uh, yeah, yeah, and if Feanor had just brought this... Like, if he had brought the Silmarils with him to that party... I mean, like, who knows what if I felt Like, maybe Melkor would have shown up. But, like, I feel like it would have been less, li- a lot less likely with all of the the Valar there yeah. and all of these elves and stuff. I feel like it would have been a lot less likely that Melkor was like, just able to take the Silmarils like if Feanor had taken first, them with him well, to mean, the party.
1: Well, I mean, first of all, like... That's what you get for engaging in elf QAnon. Quenyanon? Yep. It's Quenyanon. Uh, <laughs> there it is. Uh, like... Like, that's basically what's going on here. Like, Feodor's like, yeah, I still think y'all are gonna try to fucking rob me of my my great works. So fuck all of you. And then the trees get destroyed and the Valar are like, okay, well, the trees are fully dead. Um, but their light is still in those uh, sweet-ass Silmarils that you made, Feodor. Uh, so can we do, like, a Princess u a from Avatar situation mm-hmm. and, like, revive the moon i mean the trees uh with their power that was kind of taken from the trees uh but like also yeah. it will destroy the Silmarils. but like please we kind of like we we, do, we, need, we, a, do we need, need a we need a light bulb in here <laughs> and then feanor is like fuck all y'all uh, he's like no yeah because it's like to him this is just proving all of the shit that he's heard about like hey the valar don't like that you're getting all powerful and good at stuff. They want to keep you under their thumb, man. Like, you gotta fight the power, man. Like, it's, you can't trust the establishment, man.
0: He's absolutely, yes. Yeah, all of that.
1: So yeah, then he's like, hey, fuck you, I'm not giving you my I uh, what about me? And then, and then someone shows up and is like, hey, P.S., uh, your dad's dead in the house. Hey, P.S., house I kills your rocked.
0: dad and I have your rocks. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: <laughs> like, it, they've got everything, but like, mostly they've got your magic rocks. And he's like, shit!
0: Yeah, and then uh, that leads to a mass exodus of the middle class elves yeah because and some like, other war atrocities but
1: yeah yeah like part of the issue there is that during the part of the uh the the party that menway threw to like make the brothers be okay which did not work they still like it shook- worked for
0: like a little bit yeah they like sh- not long enough like, like not they, enough
1: like they, it worked enough to make everything worse because like they shook hands and the younger brother Fingolfin was like hey i i sincerely do not want to be fighting can we just like like i don't want your power i like i hereby promise pinky promise uh, that i will do I, i'll follow you as if as if you're king so like just don't even fucking worry about me and then fucking 5 minutes later Fandor is like hey guess what we're crossing the sea and we're gonna go do do a colonization cause fuck God we're and everything out of here. else. Yeah, we yeah. outie. And Phil it's like, Alright, fine.
0: Yep. And then things ha- and then things happen that probably this is the only time this will happen in drunk Middle Earth history where I will say, and we'll talk about that next week. Because next week I'm having guests on to talk about Feanor. Mm. And we're i don't know exactly what we'll get into there's a lot to talk about we've already discussed some of it but uh he's just such a messy well, bitch
1: he is a messy bitch you've got plenty and to I cover and then meanwhile fucking melkor and angolion uh, run across the arctic ice sheets and they go to the mountains and angolion is like hey, remember when you promised to give me literally everything I wanted? And Melkor's like, hmm, I remember right. lying about that. Uh, <laughs> and she's like, well, give me everything I wanted. He's like, okay, here's all of Feanor's treasure that I stole. And she eats all of it. And then she's like, what's that you got behind your back there? Because you said you would give me everything with two hands and you've given me everything with one hand, but what's that behind your back there? And he's like, nothing. And she's like, you sure? And he's like, yaha. And she's like, I'm pretty sure there's a." fucking Silmarils I want to eat them and he's like yeah but I don't want you to uh and then she grabs him to try and take them and then he screams like a bitch and it echoes through all of eternity and a bunch of Balrogs hear him and presumably his boyfriend uh that's Sauron by the way and they come and they help him and Angolion fucks off and births a bunch of spiders the end
0: well put. Amazingly put, Haley. Um, you know what? I think we did a really great job. We did this within like give or take an hour. I feel yeah. like we talked about the topic pretty well.
1: Yeah, I think um, we covered everything.
0: Good. good for us, good for us. Yeah. Um, Haley, what have what have we learned today?
1: Um if you're scared of someone uh, who's good at lying try to consider how lying works because they're going to come from the direction you don't expect literally every time. That's kind of their whole thing. Mm -hmm. So whatever you don't expect, expect it. Have more anxiety. That's what we've learned.
0: (laughs) Be anxious about everything. Um, Haley, where can the good people find you on the internet if you would like to find them to... to... (laughs) (laughs) If you want them to find you.
1: I can be found nowhere on the internet under my own name, but one day maybe you will come across me somewhere in the wilds and we will meet and not even know it.
0: You do periodically exist on the podcast, the restricted section.
1: Right. Yes. Uh, if you want to hear, I'll so plug that for you. Ever so slightly more sober, and speaking ever so slightly more intelligently about literary analysis about a wor- me-
0: about a much worse <laughs> franchise. Well, well, it's
1: easier. Uh, <laughs> it's I could be much a smarter. Lot simpler
0: about, to talk about, but like I could
1: be way smarter about a dumber book. Um,
0: yeah.
1: It's the restricted section where I explicitly pro-trans rights, Harry Potter literary analysis and criticism podcast Uh, slash slander. Also that. Um, And I'm there sometimes. There we go.
0: Amazingly well put. Just a few things before we go. The first is that as you are listening to this, I will be streaming tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash WhatsApp. There's a link in the episode description. I am going to try and stream uh, most Tuesdays, I'll say. Most Tuesdays because next week I have some potential scheduling things. But uh, I really enjoyed the first stream that I did last week. It was very fun. Uh, Unfortunately, it was not Lord of the Rings Online like I originally wanted to do. But I found a very fun alternative that just has absolutely nothing to do with Tolkien and Lord of the Rings. It's called Death and Taxes, and you play as the Grim Reaper in an office job, deciding who who lives and who dies, and there are consequences based on those actions, and it's actually a whole lot of fun. So please pop in, say hi, you know, say something in the chat. Um, it was very fun, and so I definitely want to do more of those in the future. Again, that'll be twitch.tv slash mcwhatsapp. Um, And definitely make sure to follow at TolkienAboutPod on social media in case there are changes to that schedule, and then you will stay up to date on that. And the other thing I want to tell you is that you can become a patron by going to patreon.com slash pod. I've kind of refreshed the tiers and the perks a little bit. So take a look at those, see what interests you. But in particular, I want to highlight the 11 Z's tier, which is for bonus content. Now the 11 Z's tier is a bit of a misnomer because it's actually just $5 a month. So you'll get access to bonus content such as unedited episodes, the complete raw audio of Drunk Middle Earth history. So everything you'll hear that doesn't make it into the final cut. And those are also posted a week in advance. So you'll get to hear the episodes before anyone else. And you'll also get to watch us play Lord of the Rings. I had a fun time doing that with Don and it was a very like spur the moment thing. And I decided to make that a thing that I do with all of my guests. So that is exclusive Patreon content. We all play Lord of the Rings. Hey, and I played it. She had a really good, uh, a really good word that she suggested. That I was like, "Ooh, that'll get us some good letters," and it did. So all of that is on Patreon.com/tolkienaboutpod. And you know, even if you, even if you just visit the page and look at it, I appreciate that support in and of itself. So thank you. Um, I don't know how to close this out. Um, I guess you can follow the podcast on social media at Tolkien Pod on threads and Instagram and I'm on TikTok at MC What's up Um there will theoretically be funny clips being posted from this week's episode on TikTok. Um maybe, maybe I'm editing maybe in the course of editing it I'm like, nope, this isn't TikTok worthy. So who knows. Um and until next time, go water your plants.